Just a real quick preamble here, as I forgot to mention during the show last night, we will not be recording Profane Argument Podcast next week, September 14th, but should be back on the 23rd. And now, on to the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. Uh, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to chat with us directly while we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. on uh, Discord. If you can't do that, you can post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, we'll be talking about uh, 9-11 and uh, the National Divide. But, what? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. But first, uh, I, I, I have a retraction. I was corrected during the week, uh, thanks to our listener, Heston Gixson, who informed me that Topher Grace actually was not, and has never been, a Scientologist. All right. <laughs> I was a little shocked by that. I did a little bit of research trying to figure out where this came from, and all I could find was that I know it was... I, I heard this right around the time that he did his whole Star Wars prequel remix. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but he took the the three prequels and like cut them all down to eighty five minutes of watchable movie. Like he, wow, he did an edit to make a, a Star Wars movie that he and his friends could enjoy. <laughs> I thought I think I saw the trailer for that. I didn't know he did a whole cut of all the movies. Well, he didn't release it or anything. Oh. Like he's not, you know, he never got permission for it. He just did it on his own. <laughs> but um it was somewhere in that time frame that somebody had said something about him being a Scientologist and they weren't going to go they weren't going to, you know, try and put effort into seeing this this remake that he had done and uh, that's all I can really remember. So apparently though, he's never been a Scientologist, so apologies to Topher Grace. Longtime listener Topher Grace. <laughs> <laughs> but not a supporter, Topher. Come on. Yeah. There's some he of that been doing Spider-Man. anything recently? Is is he still I, don't know. Like... I haven't seen him in a while, but I haven't looked for him in a while either, so Yeah. <laughs> I hope he's doing well. Hmm. He needs to throw some of that Spider Man three money at us. Was he in that? Spider-Man 3? Yes. Mm, I didn't see it. You didn't see Spider-Man 3? No, it got such scathing reviews, I just skipped it. In, in 10 years, you, it's, you've never come across it? It's no. the worst. That's what <laughs> I just, watched I just moved on with my life. No. You need to suffer like the rest of us. Wait, so yeah, so all the dancing Tobey Maguire shit, that's lost on you? Yeah, I didn't know there was a Tobey Maguire dancing... Oh, Agati and I'd love to live in the world you live in. <laughs> I really would. I know that that's from uh, Spider-Man Three, and uh, that's it. I, d- I don't, I don't care for any more than that. So, Ian has no idea who Bully Maguire is. Actually, I, am I the only one on this podcast who knows who Bully Maguire is? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna I say don't yes. know. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna risk it and say that you are the only person who uh, knows who Bully Maguire is. You guys are such adults. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain later. It's not important anything we're going to do on this show. Okay. Right. Okay. 
All right, another follow-up real quick. Uh, we mentioned in Ohio, a judge forced a hospital to administer, what is it called? Ivermectin? Ivermectin. Yeah. He had a prescription. He had to. <laughs> yeah, well, as it turns out, uh, they went, they appealed, and they went to another judge, and that judge said, we're not doctors. We can't tell a hospital what to do. Yeah. <laughs> he must Damn be a straight. listener of this show, too. <laughs> so the second judge overturned the order and said, yeah, no. According to all the evidence I see, this is not a, g- a good uh, drug to be using, and uh, judges aren't doctors. We should not be doing that. So at least there are a few people with sense. Mm. Yeah, I feel like the first judge didn't say, yes, I think ivermectin is great. You have to give it to him. The first judge was only ruling on whether or not the hospital had to adhere to the prescription that he received. Right. But they are the the people that are in charge of his care at the moment, not the doctor that is not an attending physician at that hospital. So they didn't have to listen to that prescription. They could make an independent judgment of, no, in this place, we doctors have decided that you don't need that. (laughs) Right, because obviously this doctor who gave him this prescription is a piece of shit. Which means another doctor can say, well, the next time you're in a hospital, you need heavy doses of heroin right. shot directly into the vein. <laughs> right. And as the hospital go, well, he's got a prescription for it. Do we have to do it? <laughs> I mean, if he, if he was an attending physician in that hospital and made a decision to prescribe, then yeah, that's part of the deal of that hospital. But he's just – it could be a chiropractor, for Christ's sake. Who knows? They didn't have to listen to him. <laughs> Chiropractors can't give out prescriptions. Come on now. <laughs> Chiropractors, are, well, let's just say there's another chiropractor story down on the list. No. Mm. So anyway, just wanted to follow up on that real quick. Um, I did want to start off with uh, some political stuff. And I, I got it. My question on this is, why is this not illegal? <sighs> Kevin McCarthy mm. is uh, warning tech giants that uh, Republicans are going to be paying attention and Republicans will remember what they do in regards to this. So the Justice Department is trying to research the phone records of people who were at the uh, insurrection on January 6th at the Capitol, and they have requested phone records from different tech companies in order to track people down. And McCarthy is warning tech giants that uh, the, the Republicans will never forget if they if they do this, isn't that using his office to threaten a possible witness and and evidence tampering? Like, why yes. isn't that illegal? Because he's a senator. Oh, let me let me bring you back up to speed from the last five years, Ray. Yeah, nothing's illegal, and there are no consequences. No, no, no. It Only might, for poor people. It hmm. might be illegal, Ian. Let's start an investigation and a panel. Okay, we'll get started in a year. <laughs> right, and half, at least half the panel has to be the, the right, yeah, the people who have helped commit the uh, the crime. The crime, right. sure. And I, I didn't think that the, the the committee had actually requested the the senator's records. Uh, I thought they had actually just requested that the tech companies preserve the records because they might be wanting them later. Right, and the people who are knowingly guilty, the thirteen of them, wrote a letter to each one of the CEOs or who they believed the CEOs that were at the time and did a bad job of that. Mm. And and said, if you do, we're, we're going to come and get you. Yeah. If you follow the law, you should be scared of us. We're the real power. And everyone went. No one cares. Mm-hmm. Also, we have nothing to hide. So that's why we're telling you not to do this. And we'll right. And- <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it is decidedly against the Constitution and blatantly illegal. But it won't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nothing will come of it. Karen seems to forget when there was that investigation on that one Supreme Court judge who then threatened retribution, and then they let him be a judge, right? On yeah. The Supreme Court. Right. I remember. 
<laughs> what was that dude's name? Donkey Dick Dog. <laughs> <laughs> the Devil's Three Way Kavanaugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is right, but whatever. Yeah, it it doesn't matter. Yeah, clearly. It, it does. It's total madness, but I don't know what to do. Right. We don't like, live in a real country anymore with with real politicians. It's correct. a game. Yeah. Right. And to counterpose what you're basically the summary of that and and actually where I, I was hoping we would go was that the Republicans don't play by the rules and don't care if anything is illegal and they will threaten witnesses, etc. Meanwhile, the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, she's making a huge step against this Texas law, this abortion law that we talked about last week. It was basically, it, it's not a law against abortion, but it's a, it, they passed a thing where it basically puts a $10,000 bounty on anybody who performs or is, is in any way associated with an abortion procedure that you can Anybody in Texas can just sue this this person, and if they win the lawsuit, they get a $10,000 bonus, like a bounty. And this is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Nancy Pelosi is is doing everything that she can to stop this. She is, has announced a vote on a bill to codify Roe v. Wade, which will then make it a law and not just a Supreme Court ruling that can, you know, that they can just overturn whenever. Of course, this will go nowhere because right. we're only, you know, we, the the Democrats, are only in charge of the executive branch and the House, really the Senate, except apparently they're not. The Senate, so, yeah. Well, we need to ask Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema how they feel about this, and then, right. we, then we can move along. So this will clearly not go anywhere or do anything, and this is the entirety of what the, the Speaker of the House can do. Correct. Yeah, it's not real. It's a game. It's a game, and half the people, only half the people, have to play by the rules. Well, it's not. I mean, the other thing too, which I don't know if you're getting to or even going to bring up, but the fact that the Republicans are talking about trying to impeach Joe Biden <laughs> over Afghanistan or invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment—does any of this sound familiar to you? Yeah, like it, there's no meaning anymore in what these people say. No. Because it's it's little kids on the playground who go, well, just wait till we're in charge. We'll get your guy on an impeachment. <laughs> and if they lose the Senate, which they probably will, or the House, there will be an impeachment. They'll impeach Joe Biden for this. And then every president will get impeached every four years or eight years. And it well, won't it depends. mean... It, it won't with the mean voting it. suppression the way that it's working, um, it doesn't sound like we'll ever have an impeachment again. Oh. Well, there will be no need. So, yeah. Right, mm. because the Republicans will be in charge. So, yeah, so it will be meaningless. I guess less meaningless than it is now, or more meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy will get him with another strongly worded email. Mm. Right. Or one of her sarcastic claps. <laughs> <laughs> While we're kind of on the whole Texas abortion thing, um, I did find it amusing. There was a whistleblower site. I don't know, actually, I didn't see who was the backer of the site, but... They started up a whistleblower site on GoDaddy, which is a hosting site, a web web page hosting site, where you could go and blow the whistle on people who were doing abortions so that you had a target for uh, who you could sue in Texas. GoDaddy has since stopped the website, taken it down. They then went on to another uh, hosting site, which immediately went, wait, you're doing what? No took it down and now they're on another hosting site which apparently called epic 
with a K. Oh, that's where all the right wingers go. Yeah. What's that? That's where the right wingers go. Oh, okay. So that's what it's come to is not only can anybody sue anybody, but now they're they're putting up a, a website so that you can just flag people as being targets for your uh, abortion lawsuits. That's fine. <laughs> anonymous has um, started up a sub-anonymous group called Operation Jane. Their sole purpose is to take down these websites <laughs> in whatever means possible. They don't need possible. to. TikTokers <laughs> will take them down. I mean, and, and TikTokers are on it too, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've seen every like, this is the site, go fuck it up. It doesn't matter, you know, it's like it's like these people who do this stuff don't understand the internet mm. or what's going on or how people can just, how it can take two minutes out of your day to fuck your day up on this thing and be like, oh yeah, Joe Blow down the street, he's getting an abortion, here's his address, one, two, three, go fuck yourself, Lane. <laughs> or you can do like one of our listeners did and submit a suggestion that Heidi Cruz was getting an abortion and- what? Uh, <laughs> you can put anybody in. That's the beauty of this website. It's totally yeah. anonymous. So yeah, you can just flood it with misinformation and So I'm curious, what is the other method? Is it a phone call? How do you do this? <laughs> or do you Dunno. just oh I guess you just... Yeah, yeah. There has to be a lawsuit. So you you know, find one of these groups that has started bounty hunting. Um Reddit had a subreddit momentarily of bounty hunters or uh, abortion bounty bounty hunters. They got um a few followers and then were banned quite quickly. So, gay Reddit, you won't catch them yeah, as quickly next time. But a yay. Mm. <laughs> they get a very small yay. <laughs> no, they get nothing. Mm. <laughs> they get no love for me anymore. <laughs> They're so lukewarm. They're like, "Oh, we're going to take a stand." Well, what about this? Oh, we can't take a stand on that issue. Mm. That's that's divisive. We love COVID misinformation. We're Reddit. <laughs> Fuck you guys, you fucking cowards, you <laughs> useless piece of shit site. <laughs> oh my god, you are the biggest Reddit supporter ever. Oh, I like, you know, I use it. Oh, okay. I'm just disappointed in their leadership. It's funny because the more you, you actually use something on the web, the more you are disappointed when when they don't do something morally correct. Right. Well, sure. You, you're, you're backing them. You, you think they're the good guys, and then they turn out to not be the good guys. It's, it's disappointing. Yeah. yeah. It's like people who made Reddit got into it for money. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> So while we're, I'm going to take this abortion tangent uh, and go down the list. There's an article on alternet.org, which uh, is talks about the fact that Roe v. Wade. D- d- yeah, don't fool yourself. Roe v. Wade is not the end game. Like even if they're able to overturn Roe v. Wade, that is not what the the end game is. Uh, they're going to again. We have seen their agenda. They want to overturn Roe v. Wade. After that. It will be a movement to take it a step further, outlaw contraception, uh, overturning Griswold versus Connecticut. And then they're going to move on to homosexuality, Lawrence v. Texas and Oberfeld decisions. And if you want to take a look at all the details, like I said in this article, uh, it it cites some different things on the, uh, the Blitz. Project Blitz that we've talked about before. That's that's the path, really. Christian nationalism trying to to become, you know, the United States version of the Taliban. Right. Sure. And the, the very first thing they're coming after is um, the ACA, Obamacare, currently pays for birth control and requires that insurance companies pay for birth control. That is the first thing that they're coming after. And any um, – it, it, it'll, it, it'll be the same thing that they've done 
I mean, they're, they're not going to say oh, all birth control is, is banned. They'll go, all right, so IUDs are bad because they block implantation of a fertilized egg, which is a life. So we have to get rid of it of IUDs. All right, IUDs are out. Then they'll get rid of the next one and the next one and the next one until the only option is an aspirin in between your knees. Whoa. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that that was actually brought up on the Senate floor. Yeah. That, yeah, I didn't make that up. That is something that was said on the Senate. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. Well, we still have to wait for Ron DeSantis to try this in Florida first <laughs> before any of that happens. Right. I don't know. Do we have stuff on Florida this week? I think I think I do. I mean, we're talking but, about COVID, so there must be something about Florida. <laughs> yeah, there's a ton on COVID later. Um, so <laughs> while we're on the abortion thing, say the Satanic Temple, they're obviously joining the fight on this. They are trying to use this law. Well, they're, they're requesting a religious exemption. And they're in a letter, uh, Lucian Greaves said, I am sure that the Texas Attorney General famously spends a good deal of his time composing press releases about religious liberty issues in other states. We'll be proud to see that Texas's robust religious liberty laws, which he so vociferously champions, will prevent future abortion rituals from being interrupted by superfluous government restrictions meant only to shame and harass those seeking an abortion. So, yeah, he's using the attorney general's own religious liberty laws and words against him because that that's a religious ritual for the satanic temple. Abortion is uh, it's part of the, you know, human existence. Yeah, but the, it's a waste of it's a waste of time and money. Because um, the Republicans aren't going to buy the argument. They're not going to even listen to the argument. Uh, so far, the Satanic Temple has not been – not got in front of the Supreme Court. They've tried a couple times. It's not going to work. I, I understand that their reasoning is sound. The, the, the law is on their side and it doesn't matter. You are correct. They are, they are, they are missing – the key element is you can't shame a Republican. Right. You can't be like, but you guys are hypocrites. I'm like, yeah. So pound sand. Yeah, we super super hypocritical. Yeah, you can't lo you can't logic them like a supercomputer no. into breaking down and be like, oh my god, you're right. <laughs> oh my god, we were so unfair. Uh huh. Like, no, no, that was the point, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I applaud their efforts. Their their logic is sound, but it ain't gonna work. Show's been a real downer so far, right? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could we get to the COVID deaths already? Come on. Uh, well, before we do, I do have some more political stuff. Uh, Trump and his culture are not going away anytime soon. Uh, loyalists who were with Trump and who are definitely on the anti-vax team are joining up. There is a Reawaken America tour featuring Michael Flynn. Uh, who else is on the list? I don't remember, but it's it's basically all uh, a whole bunch of the people who were on the Trump team who are against the uh, they're part of the QAnon crowd or part of the anti-vax crowd, what whatever, what have you. Yeah, they're they're doing a tour trying to make sure that uh, the Trump party doesn't die off. Hmm. Well, you got to keep the money coming in. <laughs> I was gonna say, is that more for Trump or more for them? So I think have, it's more for them. So they it's have more something for to do. Keeping the money coming in. And at the same time as the Reawaken America Tour, the National Faith Advisory Board has just been launched. And this is a group of people who were used to work for Trump, whether officially part of the White House team or, or not. Uh, one of the head people is Paula White. Oh, no. 
<laughs> Everybody's favorite. Yeah. So this is a group. I think they're starting up as like a. I don't know if they're a nonprofit or if they're just doing it as a business, but it's a way to just keep Trump's movement going and to keep the money pouring in because that's one of the big things. It's they're requesting money from everybody who. Anybody who will give it, basically. You gotta fleece the sheep. You know, I get it too, because, you know, I was I, earlier b- before the show, I was telling you guys a story about the guy who dresses up in the Revolutionary War outfit and waves the flags in Milford mm-hmm. yes. every couple days. I forgot to mention very lackluster response hmm. from the cars driving by, the occasional horn. But it's, I, I'm starting to feel even Trump supporters, like the not the absolute crazy ones, are just like, Ugh. All right. Yeah. Here's my beep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I, well, I feel like partly some of them have to be like, why are you in a costume? Like you're making us look, sound and feel ridiculous. Mm. I mean, that's a possibility, but there's, you know, there's certain ones that get their dicks hard over sh- seeing shit like that. <laughs> but it's, I think part of it too is that Trump is just not around. You don't see him as often because he's not president anymore. And he's not on Twitter, and, which makes a big difference. Yeah. Well, but Twitter's such a small amount of people. It, you know, mm. people give Twitter so much more credit than it True. deserves. But I'm talking about the people who don't go on Twitter, who don't do anything, who just is like, Donald Trump's running for president? I know who Donald Trump is. I'm voting for him. Donald Trump is out of the limelight. They don't think about it anymore. You and know? The, and the only time they do think about him is when they get emails and and phone calls and letters constantly with him begging for money, you know, the billionaire that's begging for their money. And they gave for a while until it became, became a repeating thing that they didn't ask for, and they had to call their bank, and that was super inconvenient. And they're really kind of pissed about that. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think the 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 adoration has, you know, faded a little bit. Yeah, and then, I mean, you know, people like Mike Flynn, like, how many kidnapping jobs can he do in a year? He's got to make money. Hmm. <laughs> Because we all seem to forget that he tried to kidnap a a rabbi. (laughs) We did. Yeah, it's true. That was illegal. He should have been arrested for that. Oh, wait, he was pardoned. I forgot. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, he's rich. The problem with these different Trump organizations is, I mean, I think the obvious is that they are really still pushing the the Christian nationalist movement. Mm. And the one, another thing that uh, I wanted to mention on truthout.org, there is a, an article about well, once again, Project Blitz. It's a, like a continuation. They, there's a new 51-page document to model religious freedom measures protecting prayer and faith in America. That's their title. It's advocating for the right of individuals to engage, engage in public prayer and the expression of faith. Except what it's really doing is it's, put, it's trying to put biblical values all over the place. It's trying to put Lord's Prayer up in schools. It's trying to put in God we trust everywhere it can. Like it, it's doing everything that it can to just force people to think that this is a Christian nation. Mm. And if it's a Christian nation, then the Christians are in charge and they're the ones in charge. Fake it till you make so it. So it's just a, a continued <laughs> fight to uh, to bury the, the wall of, of church-state separation. And it's, like I said, I think the, the guys who are over here are doing a good job trying to keep track of, of what all is going on. Um, another know, thing – go ahead. You know, I saw an interesting uh, report. Um, I don't know how truthful it is. But it was done by uh, TYT, you know, the Young Turks. Yeah. About Mike Lindell and how he got involved in all this shit. Because remember, 
prior to Trump, Mike Lindell was just the pillow dude. We never really right. heard anything from him. So their their report is saying that he got invited to the National Prayer Breakfast that's run by the family that right. Democrats and Republicans go to. Mm-hmm. And then after the prayer breakfast, you know, because they go after people with money. Sure. Th- they hooked him up with Ben Carson and um, started – They, I guess what they do is they take certain people into different rooms and stuff like that and claim that it's random and go, oh, we just randomly picked and I'm getting a sign from God that two of you are going to change the world, you know, together and blah, blah, blah. And because Mike Lindell's kind of like a little bit of a sucker, assumes that it's himself. <laughs> and who could the other person be? Well, could it be the guy running for president in the room for me? Which was Ben Carson or some other randos and one of the other family. You know what I'm saying? So it was all about how they kind of preyed on him being a fucking idiot. Mm. And that's how he got into the, – because remember, all of a sudden he – it was I think it was during – what's it during COVID? Yeah, it was during COVID. That was the first time we'd ever seen him. When he came out when Trump was bringing out all the business leaders and he's like, oh, we oh, got yeah. Mike Lindell. For, and he was just like, this country needs more Bible. And I was like – Oh, the pillow guy's a religious nut? <laughs> right. That so, all started that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you read ahead, but my very next thing was a uh, article from the Young Turks talking. Uh, it's a, oh, shit, I'm sorry. On, <laughs> I should read those Reporting <laughs> on Inside the Family. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that, absolutely. Um, they, they've detailed out the, I mean, we've already gone over the family a little bit on previous episodes, but yeah, the family, it's the, the idea that this is a group of people who have rejected, actually rejected their family and have joined this new family, which is, again, a group of Christian nationalists. And like you said, they run the National Prayer Breakfast and it's all innocuous. It's all, um, you know, it's, it's all, we, we just help people. We're good Christians, except mm-hmm. it's really pushing Christian nationalist agenda. Well, and the the idea that somebody has, you know, bamboozled Mike Lindell is amusing because he <laughs> was bamboozled right. again just very recently. Um, he, he was bamboozled by, what's this guy's name? Oh, shoot. It was the guy that was supposed to provide all the information to for his symposium and then, you know, said that he got COVID and didn't show up. That's why it was such a big disaster. Dennis Montgomery. That's the guy's name. Ooh. He bought a $1.5 million luxury home in Naples, Florida for Dennis Montgomery, and he's vanished now. So this guy is a – if you look into him, he has been scamming people for years and years and years. And Mike Lindell was his latest target. So Lindell bought him a house? Yeah, bought him a house. So so when he gave the keys and then drove away, he's like, thanks, Mikey, immediately puts a Century 21 sign on the house for sale. (laughs) Yeah, pretty (laughs) much. Yeah, he was a discredited former government contractor. He was somehow related to a couple of other things that I don't remember offhand. I, I want to say Hunter Biden's laptop, but I'm not sure about that. So maybe not. <laughs> I mean, he's been running scams for, you know, decades. And right. Lindell was his latest. Spider. Yes, that's Spider. You're correct, Grinch. His secret name is Spider. <laughs> With a Y. And I need to conference you in on a call later to Mike Lindell. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this guy's really easily manipulative. <laughs> now, don't feel sorry for him, though, because he is a giant jackass. He's just a vulnerable idiot giant jackass. <laughs> no, he is. But And again, when I watched the report, Jenk uh, Yuger was like, I kind of feel sorry for him because, mm. I, I mean, he and he, he goes, he is a bad person, but 
he was taken. He's taken advantage because he's he's like a simple childlike mind. <laughs> he's a pillow man. That's all he knows. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you you lay hands on him and tell him you're the you're going to change the world. He believes it. Yeah, and it just goes to show, kids, you don't have to be super smart to become a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I, I, that's all I have on the po- politics and and Christian nationalist stuff. Really, the the main thing that I wanted to uh, to talk about was the fact that I mean, the, I just want to express the fact that this is the American Taliban. Yes, they they are trying to push religious values, and it's not religious values from the Bible. It's their values, and they're using the Bible and their religiosity in order to bolster their argument and try and win ground. And it's working. And they are a small percentage of this country. And why they have so much power, I don't... It's well-planned. Gotta Money. give them that. Money. Yeah. Money. Sure. I mean, look look at look at the Congress. <laughs> look yeah. at how it's represented in, in this the minority or, you know, the majority used to represent a minority in this country. Yeah. The country is progressive. Yeah, it is. On the whole. Yeah. Bring it on, family. <laughs> Bring it on. You can't control this whole country. There's too many of us. These young bucks coming up now, they don't take shit. Well, that's what I think uh, Jeff said a little bit earlier. It's like, I want to be around when the backlash comes. Because one of these times, the backlash is going to come. And I think, you know, pregnancy, um, you know, abortion after six weeks in Texas has pissed off a lot of women in Texas. I think the backlash, it might be a smaller level of backlash, but it will Much eventually small. start. <laughs> Well, I mean, listen, if they make enough stink, uh, companies will start pulling out of Texas. You know, that kind of sh- – do that. Hit them in the goddamn wallet. It's the only thing that matters. Yeah. Yeah, it is yeah. the only thing that will make them move. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the Texas thing is going to move anybody. I mean, if for no other reason, we have been oppressing and marginalizing women in this country mm-hmm. literally for centuries and no one has done anything. Today is not going to be any different. We've made some progress. Well, there have been a but... lot of people who have done things, but it's just we haven't. Right, but we not have... enough. Yeah. Right. But, Ian, I believe you also need these polarizing things to uh, to put a swift kick in the ass uh, on our side. Mm, yes. I hope so. Because we, I, because I we really are... like being wrong. Mm. It, well, it, and I'll tell you because, and you got to give it to fucking the Republican voters and the people. They are all of one single mind and yeah. they are fucking motivated. Yep. They wake up and eat and breathe this shit. We like to have fun on our <laughs> side. We like to not think about this shit all the time. So sometimes we need in an event to go, oh, fuck. All right. We're, we're not. Don't be complacent. There's still shit going on. <laughs> all right. I'm we're hoping. all going to have to work together <laughs> instead of bickering and, uh, and, and calling each other out on nonsense. Right. Well, yeah, that too. We should yeah. stop going through 12-year-old tweets and trying to get rid of Jeopardy hosts and probably focus on some <laughs> more important shit. But yeah, there you, you go. Know, not to not to really shoot down that very low level of optimism, but um, the the next thing that I have on the list and what I I what we wanted uh, Karen actually brought this up and and I thought it was a good topic to discuss. So nine eleven is coming up this week. It's twentieth anniversary, and the one thing that that Karen and I were discussing and that I was curious about, you know, if you guys had Ian and Jared, if you guys had some feedback on this, is the fact that that. It really seemed like what after 9-11, that seemed to kind of be a polarizing effect. 
in this country. Like before mm. 9-11, sure, we had Republicans, Democrats, there were all sorts of – but it seems like that the whole 9-11 thing and going to war and it, it, it really gave a kickstart to this Christian nationalist movement and it really seemed to be like the pinnacle starting point as to when the nation started to be more divided. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was maybe after. I feel like for a brief moment in history, mm. right around the the original events of nine eleven, the 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 United States was was unified for like thirty seconds. Yeah, for a couple sure, of months. I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I even almost went out and bought a American flag, but then I realized that I was an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it it lasted three days, Ian. I mean, let's be honest. Right, three fucking. It was days. a good three days. Mm. It was three days till then we all regular people started to rationalize and think about what was going on. Right. Right. Well, it was, yeah, no, it was, it was, I would say it was a full week. And then everybody said that if we continue to be unified and act in this way, then we're letting the terrorists win and we need to get back to normal. Mm -hmm. But I think, and so we went back to normal. But I do agree with that statement that Mm. I, I feel, and I was wondering this too, just as we were talking, it was interesting you brought this up. I'm like, I feel like we were on an upward trajectory for a long time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, shit just started to regress. After a little bit. And I was like, there was a time that, oh, fuck, what's his name? He used to be the Speaker of the House. He's got a really weird name, white hair, kind of large. Newt Gingrich? Where Newt Gingrich and somebody else were, like, both in agreement on climate change. And were, like, doing commercials about climate change together. Yeah. You know? And then, like, just everything got split down the middle. And it has to be 9-11. Just, it was a slow march towards that. Right. But it was funny because, I mean, a couple of months after that was the very first time somebody didn't yell at me, but strongly encouraged me or or strongly questioned me as to where was my American flag on my car. And I went, excuse me? (laughs) It was required to have an American flag on your car in his mind. I'm like, oh, this is not a good thing. Well, I knew there was I knew there was something wrong. It, it, it was it was probably about two, maybe one month or two months after 9-11. And I was watching some news panel show and Dennis Miller was on. And okay. <laughs> I I followed Dennis Miller. I love Dennis Miller. I used to watch his show on HBO all the time. I read all his books. And I was pretty much in agreement with him on everything for the most part. And I watched him go like out of fear, be like, we need to fucking carpet bomb this country. And this is crazy. And I was like, whoa, man. What happened to fucking Dennis? Like, yeah. <laughs> like also, I, I mean, and maybe this is a credit to me that I was able to go, well, he's off my list of people I admire, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and just not blindly keep following him. But I was like, yeah, I'm watching this. And I'm like, this is, it made me sad, like Jeff just said. And I was like, something is going on that I can't put my face, it was too early to tell, but... Well, it was the beginning of the hypernationalism, right? Exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I think it was yeah. the kickoff of the the nationalist movement. Yeah, Pew Research yeah. Center just had a uh, an article: a partisan divide in media trust, and as as also as partisan gaps, Democrat Republican um, are the widest point since they have started measuring. So, yeah, it it is clearly had an impact on. I mean. To me, it it is it's really clearly had an impact. But you know, I only really started paying attention to any politics like maybe back in the Reagan years. 
Mm. I never really even understood. Like when Carter, the whole Carter Reagan thing was going on, I didn't, I didn't have any idea what was going on. Um, I'd never paid attention to any politics of that sort of thing. No, but when I ran Contra hit, everything got juicy. Mm. Yeah, sure. was a I was a little kid and I paid attention. Mm. I was not even paying attention. Well, first of all, I don't know how you could have paid attention during Carter Reagan. What were you like five? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little older than you, but I was young. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I did not start paying attention till. But and I hate to say this because you're gonna get mad. Was Bush Kerry? Mm. Mm, sure. Because because I slightly paid attention during Bush Gore, and I was like, what I was the, yeah, <laughs> I was very that whole thing with Florida and all that shit like that. And then when it, when Bush stole it, and I was really hopping mad. And the first time I voted was Bush Kerry, hmm. and then I really started paying attention. Sure, right. The boomerang effect. Jared was like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm all in! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make me mad because you do pay attention now. The only thing that really makes me mad is the people who complain about stuff and yet don't pay attention to what politicians are actually doing. Right. Mm-hmm. They just stick with Which their tribe. Which I think applies to, to a way, way too many number of people. Agreed. You mean like the 70 some odd people, million that voted for Trump and then just went back and never pay attention to anything? Right. Yeah. And don't forget- Right. The, and the, uh, well, the, I was just thinking about the groups okay. within the people who voted for Trump that mm. seemed horribly unnatural and made me so angry that anybody existed. Like, women for Trump? Mm. No. Why Why would that happen? Yeah. Why would any woman ever pick up a ballot and be like, he's my guy? Latinos for Trump? Wrong. Blacks for Trump? He hates yeah. all of you. Yeah. He wants to kill all of you. I'm voting for him anyway. He would like to send you Ooh. all back to, quote, the country you came from, unquote. <laughs> that shit whole country you came from yeah i know and because he's such an uh, such an obvious fucking scam artist oh, like, yeah. I, I don't know how people just go oh well he hugged the american flag and he's the best president ever <laughs> like i'm sure there's psychological studies out there on nationalism and what makes people get so fucking hot for it like what is it about that that makes people get so fucking excited yeah don't know like they just lose their shit there in july 4th and when they see an American flag, they just swell up and like cry. You, know, you were yeah. born. You were born here. You had nothing to do with this the building of this country. You know, I think it comes down to it's the tribal mentality thing of I want my tribe to be the best. Oh, I was born in America. Look how strong the U.S. is. Look how influential we are. Yeah, that's my team. I'm on that, and it just I think it all just stems from from that kind of a mentality of. I'm going to take pride in this thing, even though I didn't do shit to build it, and I barely pay attention to what the leaders are doing anyway. Yeah, and as long as they give me little platitudes and yeah. wear American right. pins, I'll let them fuck me over consistently. Right. Well, I need to, you have to equate the the behavior too. To I mean, look at sports teams. People get crazy about sport teams. They you know buy their vehicles based on the color of their team. They are you know emotional about when they win or lose. You have to. It's that same kind of tribalism applied to politicians that they apply to sports teams. Which I don't I mean, I get understand that, either when, of them. <laughs> but when the Steelers lose the game, Ian doesn't have to pay $1,000 to them. I assumed you liked the Steelers, Ian. I don't even know. I don't, but uh, they are broadcast locally, so they, they're the team I know the most about. Okay. Second most about. That's right. You're a Vikings fan, right? I am. Yeah, yeah damn it. So when the Vikings – cut that out and put the Vikings in there. <laughs> <laughs> That'll the be easy. The fact that you came back around it and got it anyway – uh, I, I'm I would I'm a little bit flattered. Thank you. Oh, and uh, with this whole nationalist thing in mind, don't forget 
there is another capital rally scheduled. Mm. Um, groups like Proud Boys and Oath Keepers are planning on being there. So bring um, it on. Bring it on! <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the Biden administration is going to be ready for this. But I bet uh, you the Capitol Police are just can't wait for them to show up. <laughs> yeah, some of them maybe. I think a lot of them are not so much. But uh, mm. uh, but at least this time they we know that they'll have the backing that they'll, they'll need from like the National Guard or you know whoever is deemed necessary. But September 18th rally at the Capitol. I thought there was actually two of them planned coming up. Well, that's the one that I know that the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers are planning mm. to attend. So, okay. so I want to wrap yeah, around back around to the nine eleven for a minute, though, and that yeah, is sure. to ask about um, what is the reason that the the um, Al Qaeda attacked the United States on on September eleventh? Why did they do it? Oh, because of our ties with the Saudi royal family. Oh, so what? And because of uh, some other shady shit that that Bush Junior was doing. I thought Saudi Arabians were the ones who did plan the attack. Uh, no, but it's because of the U.S. government's close ties to the, the – Al-Qaeda announced why they did it. Yeah. No one was smart enough to retain that, so they just erased what they said and said, jealous of our freedom. Yeah, they hated us for our freedom. Exactly. That was the line that everybody was fed. Right. Oh, yeah. That, that absolute absolute bullshit. Al-Qaeda came out and said, these are the four reasons why we attacked you. Yeah. And one of them was about – Bush's ties to the Saudi royal family. And one of them was that they wanted to um, extend the Islam to the world, their particular b- b- sure. brand of Islam. Um, one of the goals that the, the Taliban has, Al-Qaeda has, is to cre- uh, change the world to their view. And it, it it is striking to me how similar that is to what the Christian fundamentalists are doing in this country. They're just going about it in a different way. Right. A sneakier Unrelated, way. Unrelated, but also related. Mm-hmm. I will add my own curiosity to the 9-11 thing again but to follow up on the like you said that the people get so so fired up about this sort of thing i can't believe that spike lee had to cut part of his documentary because it hurt people's feelings that he wanted to ask some questions about 9-11 really yeah he was doing a documentary for hbo and he had a section on there where he entered where he uh you know interviewed the the people who thought it was a controlled explosion and and that sort of thing. Mm. Conspiracy theorists, but okay, yeah. Yes. And they said, nope, that's 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 unacceptable. Cut it, or we're going to cut your show. It's unacceptable. So he cut it all out. It's unacceptable to, to interview people and inquire into, un, into about what they believe? Yes. Wow. Correct. Mm. Well, people were real sensitive about anything. Remember, you couldn't even like look at it. Like, people were like, maybe we should CGI out the, the Twin Towers out of movies and shit like that. And mm. Like weird shit like that. Like I, I find that a very strange juxtaposition in that we're going to edit out the fact that the Twin Towers ever existed so that people don't get upset. And yet our motto after 9-11 was never, never forget. For- yeah. I, I hate that motto. It's so fucking stupid. Well, that that's what actually my one of the questions I had about it. What what does that even mean? What do you mean never forget? Like if you Who's were alive, <laughs> if you were alive September 11, 2001, I can almost guarantee that you know where you were at least roughly when it happened, when you heard the news at least. What do you mean never forget? What are you yeah. never forgetting? Are you never forgetting that we should be angry at the brown people? Because yeah. that's what it seems like a lot of people mean when they use that phrase. Well, usually when I see a never forget thing, and I can't wait for this September 11th, because mm. it's going to be nutty on Facebook. 
with yeah. the 20th anniversary, but I always see a picture of Ilhan Omar and the Twin Towers and Ooh. never forget. But some of you clearly have forgotten. Uh, she didn't do it. No. <laughs> oh, it's any brown people. Rashida Tlaib, Barack Obama's face. It's all, it doesn't matter as long as they're brown. You've forgotten. Yeah, everything you guys are posting I see on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> the memes are the nine eleven memes are flying on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, has nine eleven ever fallen into the it's been long enough that we can make jokes now? No no <laughs> territory. I'd like to think so. <laughs> I remember it I, depends on which comic you ask. <laughs> I think Bill Burr did a couple, didn't he? Like I bet. <laughs> that guy's funny. Remember at South Park when they finally announced we could laugh at AIDS. Right. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's been long <laughs> enough. We can laugh at it. <laughs> it. In a lot of people's minds, no, there will never be a time when you can laugh about it because never forget, they hated us for our freedom. It's clearly not what was going on. No. All right. Anything Anything else in regards to that? Or I'm going to transition on to uh, alternative science and, and COVID. Ooh, Ooh do it, Doug. science. I know. The shit gets very fired up. I love it. <laughs> I, I get so angry. This, however- <laughs> It's his Joey uh, sp- uh, solids. <laughs> <laughs> so a naturopath, right there, just that word makes me angry. Mm. A naturopath has been banned from selling pills. He had pills that uh, were, he had claimed were a to help autistic children. So he's selling, well, not just children, I guess, but it helps. They were so to help treat autism. Turns out. He made these pills in a quote-unquote household lab, mm. <laughs> i.e. His, his basement, and the pills contained feces. Oh, jeez. He was selling people from his basement pills filled with shit. Now- Again, whatever was laying around, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, they were not pills that you swallowed. They were pills that went the other direction. So, there's that. And um, they are yeah. they are looking at fecal transplants as um, treatment for various different things. So there's, there's yeah, a, if they went in that end, I'm no longer offended. Yeah, they went that they went in that end. Probably the very worst, like cures, like. So there you go. Probably <laughs> the fecal transplants that you're speaking of did not come from Jason Klopp's basement. I would agree. Yes, but my okay. point my point was that there's a there's a a tiny kernel nugget of truth to that, and he's you know just making money off of it. And As most pseudoscientists do. Exactly. Anybody who's into pseudoscience, they'll find this little, like, oh, Deepak Chopra, oh my god. <laughs> he, he starts spouting these words that have, he doesn't even understand their meaning, but he memorizes them in the way that they're used, and he just uses them to propagate his bullshit, and people buy it because there are these little words in there that, oh, he used this word, he must know what he's talking about. It's that same level of, of complete bullshit. Yep. So has anything happened to this gentleman? Uh, not not yet, um, because really he wasn't selling anything dangerous. Um, he, mm. he has been stopped from selling them. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> add it to my parade of lifelong regrets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to some COVID stuff. This is kind of, kind of a crossover, kind of both. So because it's about a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. A chiropractor in Venice, Florida... Provided more than 500 medical exemption forms for children attending Sarasota <laughs> County Schools. Of course you so, did. So, Sarasota County Schools started getting all these medical exemptions for wearing masks. And um, 
they kind of put two and two together when all of them had the same signature at the bottom. <laughs> and as it turns out, this guy was just selling them. He was just selling medical exemptions for masks to any parents who contacted him. Didn't Was he signing a doctor? Because I know chiropractors love to call themselves doctor. Oh, I, I'm going to go with yes, but I don't know. <laughs> As it turns out, he, he was just selling them to make money and just doesn't care about the whole masks thing. And uh, yeah, Saras so Sarasota School District is now tightening their policy and have uh, taken away those exemptions. So all the people who had paid their money to this chiropractor, I mean, think about this. You have children going to a public school during a pandemic, and what is your natural response? To go to a chiropractor to get a medical exemption so that your kid doesn't have to wear a mask. Well, no real doctor would do it, so, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The one that cracks your back. He knows all about viruses, Yeah. It says doctor on his card, Ray. <laughs> Apparently, that's enough. Wow. I mean, this was even people who weren't weren't his patients, just, you know, just well, not, signed up. Not many children go to the chiropractor. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but... Well, yeah, but I mean, the parents or whatever. Yeah. They, they didn't... They, a lot of them weren't even patients. They were just told word of mouth or whatever that, hey, if you do this, you can get, a, you can get an exemption, and they went and paid their money. Oh, uh, some families told news reporters that they simply grabbed a pre-signed form off the counter. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Wow. I really do. <laughs> I love it because it proves that chiropractors are fucking shysters. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it because these morons are out of money because they believe that putting masks on their children somehow fucking is going to ruin their lives or something. Yeah. Not dying from COVID. That won't ruin their life. That's a hoax anyway. Yeah. They already got their Moderna vaccines with an A. Moderna. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chloe, I love you so much. <laughs> I don't remember what who the person was, but... Uh, there is a woman who wanted to go to Hawaii. Right. But did not want to get vaccinated. So she forged a vaccine card, but spelled Moderna with an A instead of an O. <laughs> And she wrote down her health care provider as NRA Corporal Wolf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they looked at this and they were like, you're definitely under arrest. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was that. It's like eight people have been arrested in in Hawaii for fake vaccine cards. Moderna. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, Dr. Wolf. Corporal Wolf. And what was that? Sergeant. Money? Sergeant Money, yeah. NRA Sergeant, Sergeant Money. She didn't really even try. <laughs> no. Jeez. No. <laughs> so, Poor I effort. guess, in a small way, like, because I, I, I remember we had discussed this, uh, you know, many months ago, because we had we had kind of mocked the cards, because we were like, you know, it, it's, it's- a piece it, of paper. Anybody yeah. could, could make one. Apparently, anybody but her can make one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there was an attempt. Yeah. I mean- yeah. <laughs> It was a poor attempt, yeah. Supposedly, there yeah. are some databases. There, are, It's kind of a mess at the moment because different states have different databases. But there is a number on your card that corresponds to you. So it, it, it is tracked incompletely somewhere. <laughs> mm. But hey, tracked way more way more proficiently than, you know, handguns or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'm curious, what, what do you think the penalty for something like this is? It's forging federal documents. I mean, she's- That's a do federal it. document? Yeah. The, the passport thing? 
Uh, that I just threw in my fucking glove compartment and forgot about? <laughs> yes. Wow. It is a, a document provided by the CDC filled out by a physician, it, and forging it is a federal offense. She's not going to go to jail, but she'll have a fine and a, a tisk tisk and an ankle bracelet for a while. And then she'll go to prison and have to get the vaccine. Yeah. And everything <laughs> in the world will be right. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. She was arrested on suspicion of falsified vaccination documents. A special agent in charge of her case reported that uh, she was being hailed and or she was being held and her bail was set at $2,000. Hmm. So she has not faced trial yet for her crimes. <laughs> if there's a trial, I don't know. Do they hold you? For bail, if they're if you're not going to go on trial, no, that's the whole reason they hold you on bail, so you'll come back. Right, you don't get your two thousand dollars back if you don't show up. Mm. Well, so man. she's going to be seeing the inside of a court. Which means she has to go back to Hawaii. <laughs> oh, so they nailed her in Hawaii, not trying to get on the plane to go to Hawaii. I believe so. Yeah, correct. Wow, I mean, maybe she can do it remotely. Well, they let her get on the plane, so that way. They didn't have to refund her ticket, and then when she landed, uh-huh. they were like, you're going to be detained. Yeah. <laughs> your vacation Enjoy Hawaii. Your vacation is going to be slightly altered. <laughs> <coughs> Look out the window. That's your vacation for yeah. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so onto the uh, full coronavirus list, um, I wanted to start with this again. If your school district isn't requiring masks, if government agencies uh, where you live at are prohibiting mask mandates, or if your workplace allows excessive or obviously made-up claims of exemption to uh, a vaccination policy, you can contact legal at centerforinquiry.org. There's a link on our webpage as well. The Center for Inquiry is trying to help fight the war against COVID and stop these things from happening. This There is a story from North Carolina. There was a North Carolina school board that was having a meeting, um, and in this meeting, they were deciding whether or not they were uh, going to allow a mask mandate at the school, and uh, the Center for Inquiry heard about this via this website and an anxious parent, and uh, they contacted members of the school board and uh, don't know if that was the deciding factor, but the school board held their meeting and decided, yes, we, we will definitely do a mandate for masks because, fuck, those numbers are through the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. So they, they do help. So if you're in that type of situation, please feel free to contact them. Um, I just I did want to throw this on here, the Moo variant. Uh, we've you uh, know, we had crap. the alpha and the, the delta and was there a gamma that we weren't too worried about or something like that? Well, now there's a uh, there was a, I mean we've gone through many many uh, you know they've got their list right they've got variant of interest they've got actual scary stuff and then they've got variants that made no difference right the mu variant is becoming one of interest according yes. to uh, this article from the Washington Post it is possibly more contagious than the Delta variant. It has multiple strange mutations that are making it difficult to determine whether or not the vaccine is going to be able to, you know, prevent it uh, or fight it in any way. Or as well. I mean, it'll fight it some, but maybe not as well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So in the, 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 it's too, it's too new that there, there need to be more studies, uh, et cetera, but it is on the, uh, on the watch list. They, they they haven't declared it the C. I don't think the CDC has officially declared it a, a variant of interest. It reminds me of the oh, FBI. Oh no, they have but... declared it a variant of interest. They have not declared it a variant of concern. Yeah, That's the next stage. Yeah. 
Uh, but it has been found in 39 states in the U.S. Which so, is Delta is um, the predominant at the moment. So Yeah, Delta is like 85% of what people get at this point. Yeah. A U.S. intelligence agency's report came out uh, about SARS-CoV-2 and declared that they really don't think that it was engineered as a bioweapon. So, for whatever that's worth. Yeah, I thought that was fairly early news. But people who actually listen to intelligence agencies, there you go. <laughs> uh, this showed up on my Facebook page, and also I saw it on the Discord during the week. Uh, there was a an article about gun... Well, not just an article, but it was all over Facebook. Gunshot victim had to wait because ivermectin overdoses were flooding the hospitals and they couldn't get the gunshot victims in in time. It was a, pretty much a made-up story. Um, mm. that, yeah, I was going to say, that's totally got to be false. Yeah. But it is true, though, in, what is it, in southern Idaho and in central Texas, they are out of ICU beds. So they're doing triage as in, all right, you are not likely to live, so we're not going to bother spending resources on you. We're going to spend resources on people that we can save. We're at that point in some parts of this country now. But that's from COVID, not ivermectin. Uh, yes, but, they, you know, it's it's everybody that comes into the hospital. So it's gunshot wounds and, and COVID patients and, you know, people right. that have poisoned themselves with ivermectin. They are blind and liver, liver failure and, you know, um, sterile, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that that's something that we, we should talk about real quick. Ivermectin side effects. Mm. Um because people are not getting the vaccine because it's, you know they're they're afraid that it would sterilize you. Ivermectin <laughs> actually does that. I, yep. Ivermectin does cause sterilization in men for a temporary period of time. So I'm not going to get that vaccine because I'll go I'll be sterilized. Or, or so I'm going to take this thing that will definitely have that side effect. Oh, and blind you too. Maybe temporarily, right. maybe permanently. Oh, and you might go to liver failure, and you're not getting a liver replacement. Sorry. <laughs> Also, as a listed side effect is swelling in the hind legs. So, <laughs> so what I'm hearing hind legs? is if I take ivermectin, I don't have to wear condoms anymore. <laughs> I like where your head's at, Ray. If you take enough, you certainly won't. <laughs> that stuff sounds like a miracle drug. I'm not even going to touch that one because I have a thousand questions of what you just said. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, really just one, but we can talk about it privately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what do we have next? Um, this week's COVID denier who died. I, I don't know. It's, I don't intentionally have one a week, actually, but it turns out that's There's what easily it, one a week. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah, there's way more. It's so good. Right. Robert Steele, he's a conspiracy theorist. He organized far-right event in Belfast in July. He's called COVID-19 a hoax. Uh, he has died from COVID-19 effects. So, hey, womp, womp. And there was a website posted in Discord that uh, I just have to mention. It is sorryantivaxxer.com. <laughs> it is, wow, it's updated since I last looked. It is a basically a list of people, and it goes on and on and on. If you look at the scroll bar, you think, oh, it's not that many. Yeah, scroll down to the bottom. It'll, it'll expand the more you scroll down. It is a list of people who are COVID deniers anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers who have died from COVID-19. So, you know, it just kind of follows down the list of our weekly, here's here's a person who is an anti-vaxxer and who really shouldn't have been an anti-vaxxer. Well, mm. yeah, the list goes on and on and on. Um, and there's an, and you, Adam mentions, or Alpha mentions, there's a couple of subreddits. There's 
you know, we talked about last week, leopards ate my face, then there's COVID ate my face, then there's COVIDiots. I think there's another one out COVID-iots. there too. COVIDiots. COVIDiots. Yeah, that was a good one. So I've got one quick question about the photo of this gentleman who passed. Is that a Grogu doll on his table? Because that's all I can see. It looks like a Chihuahua with a Grogu, Grogu mask on. <laughs> yes, that's what okay. it is. Yeah. And why is that there? I'm really upset. <laughs> oh, people, the idiots have co-opted uh, Baby Yoda what? for everything. So ah. I'll give you a little bit of an insight into this. Um, people who are really into the Second Amendment, like really into their whole firearm stuff, way more than me really love the Mandalorian because the Mandalorian's religion is all about firearms. Oh, dear. So this became a huge meme in the NRA followers, and they started watching it, and turns out Goku's cute. So they they picked it up. Hmm. That was their takeaway <laughs> from the Mandalorian? Was he's pro-Second Amendment? Yes. Whoa. That was definitely their takeaway. I'm not As saying they're right. a Star Wars right. fan, that really hurts my yeah. heart. Yeah, but you're talking about people, Ian, who voted for Donald Trump thinking that he was looking out for them. You think they're going to You think they're gonna look at the Mandalorian and not get that? <laughs> I see memes all the time with Grogu in it that have nothing to do with the Mandalorian. Where, like, he's sipping a cup and they're like, oh, so you think you're not going to get fucking chipped when you get yourself vaccined? That's your business, not mine. And it's Grogu sipping something. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Alpha. The um, another subreddit, Herman Kane, Herman Kane Award. It's another good one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny title. I'll give yeah. you that. They need to combine forces. Though. There's too many of them. Yeah. I was hoping that we could make it, you know, make one the Joe Rogan Award. Mm. Uh, turns out Joe Rogan, who is, I, I, I stopped listening to any. Hilarious, a fantastic commentator. <laughs> I, I totally stopped listening to him after um, a couple of his comments about being anti-vax. But turns out he he went way further down that road than I had suspected, and now he has COVID nineteen and apparently is taking ivermectin. Mm-hmm. He's not Among a smart man. Right. He's a piece of human tofu. That's what they call him. <laughs> Explain human tofu. Because he only absorbs what's around him. <laughs> Has no thoughts of his own, no flavor of his own. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, so some people are getting ivermectin and not understanding or realizing that that is what they're given. According to some mm. inmates... In Arkansas, they were given ivermectin to treat their COVID-19 symptoms, and they were not told that's what it was. The jailhouse physician acknowledged in an interview that he had prescribed ivermectin to some people who were incarcerated, and he said that they were not forced to take the drug. So he prescribed it to them, the jail administered it to them, but they weren't forced to take the drug. I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. Like, well, they were, they're they're in jail. Work. They didn't physically shove it down their throat. <laughs> I'm didn't pretty tell sure what it was. <laughs> the doctor prescribed this for you. It's going into you now is how this is going to work. Right. It's kind of like, you know, when you're in boot camp in the military, you take right? what they give you. <laughs> There's not really much, you know, option to it. 
I do remember vaccination day. It was it was something because there was nothing scheduled. We're like, what? We get a day off? What's going on? And then that morning, they marched us down to this building we'd never been to, and we had to take off our our BDU tops and roll up our uh, t-shirt sleeves and walk into this building. And as we walked in the building, on either side, there were the the like. I the injection guns, they hit you on each arm as you walk into the building, and then you go and sit down for 20 minutes because, you know, you might have a reaction. And one person actually asked, what's in that? And the, the, the sergeant was basically responded and said, whatever you need. <laughs> That's what's in that. Everything you need. Now go sit down. <laughs> Not exactly voluntary. No. So how did it work? I mean, so they're clearly testing ivermectin's effectiveness on inmates. Were they able to release how the study turned out? <laughs> Did it work? Did it not They're work? Not I don't think that's what that they were doing. And, uh, no. <laughs> Fairly sure that w- this guy is just a, this doctor, I'm using air quotes, is just an idiot and is believing what the internet says and is probably trying to help. Well, that's a big problem is he is actually a doctor. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's the part that's bothering know. me. I feel like testing things on humans and lying about it has been mm. really at the forefront of medicine since <laughs> hundreds of years unfortunately now, so. true yeah wow uh so i'm moving back on to texas um and this was a question that uh, i think it was grinch i'm not sure but right before we started somebody asked a, qu- a question well not earlier today i guess it was somebody asked a question about uh, abbott the governor of texas and uh, did anybody else know that he was in a wheelchair not until you asked that question same here, Grinch. It was Grinch, and I fully agree. I had no idea that man was in a wheelchair. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I can't believe Trump tolerates that. <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised. They call him Wheels in Texas. That's his nickname. Huh. Uh, the things you'd learn. So, no, I had no well, idea. You really, that's, that's amazing. I've known that for years. So, do you know that's, how? I have no idea. Why? I know I don't know how or why, but okay. I just knew that he was. I looked it up because I just I had to know. Uh, apparently, when he was twenty six, he was paralyzed. When he was out running, and an oak tree fell on him after a storm. So he hmm. might have thought that his god was trying to kill him. I don't know. That's what it sounded like to me. I mean, you're yeah. out running, and the tree decides right then, snap! I'm gonna I'm gonna break your back. I mean, if you believe yeah, in Satan God, did it. yeah, clearly an effort. Satan. <laughs> Okay. But I would I wouldn't mind doing a deep dive to see like does he, he does he come from money or anything like that because I feel like most Republican voters would l- look at that as a weakness and not vote for him. Sure. Right. So I'm figuring what what kind of money did he get behind him? But also fuck that Madison Cawthorn guy. <laughs> you know, not, yeah. not to lump in two guys in a wheelchair, but dude, didn't that guy lie about being in the Naval Academy and all kinds of shit and I know we did a story about that, and he lied about something. I don't remember the details. I think he said he was on his way to the Naval Academy, and that's when he got into the car accident. And then the Naval guy's like, "No, we turned him down months prior to that." It was something like that. But anyway, that was definitely you know. it was definitely along those lines. Yes, but I'll tell you, these fucking. I mean, I don't know about fucking Abbott over here, but these other guys like uh, Cawthorn and uh, who's the guy with the eye patch? Fuck yeah! Mm, What's yeah. his name? Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Thank you, yeah. Jeff. They have no problem exploiting their disability <laughs> to, you know, further their cause. 
an, an answer you know. on Abbott and um, where he gets his money from. He sued the homeowner and a tree service company, resulting in an insurance settlement that provides him with lump sum payments every three years until 2022, along with monthly payments for life. Both are adjusted to keep up with the rising cost of living. As of August 2013, his monthly payment amount was $14,000. Wow. Monthly. A month? A month. Wow. Well, there we go. He had time to sit on his hands and go, what am I going to do? I'll run for mayor or whatever he fucking... We just lost Jeff. He says he's going to go run under some trees. (laughs) (laughs) Now, granted, he is paralyzed. He's been paralyzed since he was 26, but that's a lot of money. I mean, what... Did did the homeowner set it up as a trap to ki- to try and kill him? Like, <laughs> yeah. what exactly did they do that they would have to pay fourteen thousand dollars a month? Well, since the tree service was the tree service company was in, included, I'm guessing there was some negligence in the part of you know securing the tree, uh-uh. or the tree had been reported rotted for a while, or whatever. Something. The fuck. For, yeah. Dude, I wouldn't doubt for a fucking minute that he was running around in a circle around the tree, waiting for it to fall on him. <laughs> So he could fucking sue him. And he accidentally paralyzed himself? Oh, and his daddy no, no, and his father was an insurance insurance agent. <laughs> so Considering what the way he's treating Texas, I'm not putting anything past him. So Yeah. Yeah. Which is actually why I brought him up. Um doctors say that Texas has completely failed to stop COVID-19 from spreading. And all you got to do is take a look at some numbers. 50,000, more than 50,000 confirmed coronavirus cases in students in the last two weeks. Wow. Right. It's real easy to fail when you don't try. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? When you do nothing? Yeah, when you do nothing, you're gonna fail. <laughs> the numbers are just insane. And all the numbers in this article, this is on uh, HoustonPublicMedia.org. The numbers, it's pretty much all about kids. It's uh, the fact that there's there's no masks. They're, they're pretending there is no pandemic and just forcing kids back to school. And... um yeah, it's horrendous. The numbers are through the roof. Yeah. Now, will most of the kids be fine? Yes. Some will not. Some will die. Right. And, it, and more than zero is an acceptable number to them, and that's terrifying. All you have to do is fucking put on a mask and take the free vaccine. I agree. I because I <laughs> I feel like in in any other context, yeah, like it would as a parent, it should give you pause. If the school called me and said, we're taking all the kids on a field trip to the pool, 1% of them are going to drown. Is that okay? I'd be like, buddy, you're not swimming today. (laughs) Yeah. But not these idiots. They're all like, yeah, (laughs) they'll be fine. Freedom, baby. (laughs) I can't wait for this next trend to take off. There's an article. uh, Well, it's all over the place, but I've thrown an article from thehill.com. The (laughs) new thing. Brazilian viper venom has shown promise as a combat for co- against COVID-19. I love this one. Yes. I want this news to spread so that these idiots go and get vipers and have them bite themselves, because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, they'll be fine. All you have to do is invoke the name of the Lord when the viper bites you and you're safe. Right. Oh, right. That's been proven over and over again. That's, that's, a, that's a Bible promise, yeah. isn't it? Great. Then this will work. Wash your ivermectin down with a shot of viper venom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call it the new snake bite shot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, anything but the vaccine. Right. Yeah. Anything but what the doctor recommends. Anything anything other than admitting that you were wrong. That is the crux of yeah. it. They cannot admit that they were wrong. So uh, I, this was also posted in Discord and was just posted again. <laughs> Thanks. That's Jen Gixon. There is a... 
doctor at uh, Texas A&M uh, researcher who says that he may have discovered a new game changer in the fight against COVID-19. It is a uh, chemical that they're currently just calling MPI-8. It looks like it can, well, they're, they're trying to push it so that it can be uh, studied clinically and uh, and actually, you know, kind of fast-tracked. Because um, right now, remdesivir is the only approved treatment for SARS-CoV-2, uh, but this could be the second one. And it, from the, what he has uh, been researching, uh, it looks like it has some really good results. So hopefully, um, maybe this can make the news and can, uh, you know, get get fast-tracked. I mean, it doesn't have a fancy name. The, the, yeah. the, the, the professor is um, Asian of some persuasion. Um, it's the same guy that came up with, or you know, at least he was a co-author on the remdesivir. So it wasn't originally used on animals <laughs> for something, right? No, this is actually anti-retroviral. That seems to be so. the trend, yeah. Right, but I'm saying like they'll, they'll only take it <laughs> if it was used on animals. Like, oh, this is for dogs with blindness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it looks really promising. That's that's really hopeful. I mean, it's it's an improvement, you know, in the same f- flavor as remdesivir. That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm all. I'm still saying go for yeah. it. You know, if 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 you can't talk twenty year old Ian out of snorting horse tranquilizer, then there's no reason you shouldn't take viper venom and dog blind cureness, <laughs> anything else that you want. Just because it's for animals doesn't mean you shouldn't try it too. But I love the thought process that there's secret medicines out there that we've never tried for animals that will help us. And it's more exciting that way, you know, than just saying, we came up with a vaccine, dipshit, just take it. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> what you don't know is that there's a thing that they put in parrots to to make them shit quicker, and that kills COVID. <laughs> well, it gives them a little thrill. It gives them the little, you know, shot of adrenaline when they find it on the internet, and they got to they gotta chase that high. Yeah, just saying, just tell them that the actual COVID vi- vaccine that we have was originally meant for cats with, uh, with diabetes. Distemper. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we discovered that it works on humans. Yeah. I'll take it. This is true. Make it in apple-flavored paste form and sell it like a million. <laughs> yeah. Really, whatever it is, if it's backed by, quote-unquote, the government, then that that's a no-go. They won't, they won't take it. Like, Pfizer actually was not part. Of you remember Trump did Operation Warp Speed or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, Warp Speed. To, yeah. to he got grants to these people to try and study and do. Pfizer never took part in that. Right. Pfizer is an independent company. They were not funded by the government to do this. They they funded themselves in order to make money themselves, and that's like the American way. And yet, nope, that's backed by the government. No, it actually wasn't. But Remember when Trump tried to take credit for it and Pfizer was like, uh, nope. no, we didn't. Nope. <laughs> yeah. We never participated in that. Yeah. Moderna did, mainly because they were a really small company and didn't have deep pockets yet. Now they do. But <laughs> That can't be said of Pfizer. No. <laughs> All right. The last thing that I got, I had to mention this. A group of rabbis, uh, I think they were all from New York, but a Orthodox rabbis put out a video. I don't know how many there are, at least 10. And they put out this video, and it's just basically these rabbis saying, look, get the vaccine. Get the shot. We, we, want, it, we want you to come back to the synagogue. Don't be stupid. Do, do this, right? Hmm. Now, it, it made me laugh, and I just have to say, it's because of Mel Brooks. 
Mel Brooks does the stereotypical Jewish voice, right? And he does it in a very comical way. Well, partway through this video, Rabbi Yakov Bender does that Mel Brooks voice clearly unintentionally. That's just how he talks. But he says, we in the community, we have to realize that 99% of doctors say, take the shot. You take the shot. What are we, playing games? <laughs> and I lost it. Like... That's, that's good stuff. Good for those yeah. guys. But yes. <laughs> to them, I say, happy Rosh Hashanah. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's today. Yeah, it is. I had a pass had my... on Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah dinner tonight mm. to do the show. Oh, I didn't even know what all went into it. All I know is my dessert after dinner was apple slices dipped in honey, and it was delicious. <laughs> oh, no. Mom is making grandma's brisket recipe tonight for a bunch of people. Ooh. Yeah, you can't beat that. No, I don't hate that mm. at all. And I was like, fuck your religion, mom. I got to go do profane argument. <laughs> well, do you then get apples and honey afterwards? No, I don't know. I, this is the first I've ever heard of apples and honey, and I am the worst what? Jew ever. <laughs> I know. That is true. You're missing out. It is delicious, and to the best of my knowledge, it's traditional. So the main suggestion from this video is that New Yorkers, specifically Orthodox Jewish New Yorkers, go get vaccinated, and they say in the t the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, get vaccinated. That's your time. Hmm. And uh, yeah, can we just, if we could just get more people doing that, that, that would be, be fantastic. Nice. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, we can't even get these people to not get the measles. <laughs> You think we're going to get him to get the shot? No. Thus, going back to my original theory, the only person who could have stopped COVID was Donald Trump. <laughs> I think yeah, he, he in a very small he, way, he so much ruined everything. Oh God, yeah, and he can't, and he can't even get it back. I mean, he tried in a very small way to say people should get vaccinated right. the last time he was seen in public, and it went poorly. So he even yeah. he can't fix it now. Oh, yeah, yeah that, my that, God, that, did he ruin everything. That train went down the station. If he, God, I mean, if he had just been like, wear a mask, we're getting it, they would have all moved in lockstep with him. Yep. And, right. and every shitbag I mean, under him would have done that. In fairness to him, all those shitbags allowed him to ruin everything. Mm, very true. Fucking Susan Collins. <laughs> oh, no, Brett Kavanaugh's not going to overturn Roe versus Wade. He, like the president, has learned his lesson. <laughs> Dumb cunt. <laughs> All right, that's all I've got. You guys have anything else? Nah, that's all the Susan Collins hate I have for right now. <laughs> Jewish rabbis have the stupidest names ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, every single one of them, it, it just, it it made me feel good to see a person, a religion, I mean, they're strongly religious, <laughs> uh, and, and to see these Orthodox rabbis saying, stop being stupid, go and get the shot. Like, it just, it made me feel good. It's not all religious people. It's, mm. it's. It, mostly just Christians. <laughs> well, and, and I never understand why the argument of, you know, God provided the scientists with the information to get you the vaccine. That is God's work through those people. It's not, and that's hocus, but uh, uh, yes, sure. Why not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think I'm wrapping up. I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, first, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could be here tonight. Uh, Jeff. Alpha, Grinch, and Hessian Gixon, we really appreciate your uh, feedback and fact-checking us as we go. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, you can support the podcast in several different ways. You can share on social media, leave a review on iTunes, or uh, join our other patrons and sign up on patreon.com slash 
profane argument. Uh, if you want to contact us because of something we said or something that you want us to talk about, you can do that on Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It is a podcasting network of which we are a part. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com will get you all the current and archived shows. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.